Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Jobber Talk in which we will review PWR. Mabuhay ang wrestling, which happened at the Power Max Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati. And I'm not alone in this episode. In fact, I grabbed a handful of my friends and fellow fans of PWR who were there watching live. So in this first portion, we'll get to talk to my friends, such as Mike from Wrestling PH, Kath, Francis, who gave me a nice gift. So Francis, thank you so much for the Funko Pop. I am proudly displaying it right now at my house. And also, the ever-elusive Blackheart. And finally, Matt from Balibagan. And here are my very short interviews with them. Alright, we're downstairs at Tim Hortons waiting on our orders. So I got Mike here of Wrestling PH. Shop man. Uh, gotta ask you, uh, which matches on the card today are you looking forward to? While we're waiting on our Tim Hortons. Um, so storyline? Yeah. Uh, from storyline, syempre yung ano, sa Naughty Boys and MTNH. Ah, so Kali and Jemmerlin. Oh, yung naging interesting yun nung pinasok nila na instead na si Tamos, pinalitan si JML. Parang po, paano kaya mag-coexist yung dalawa? Teka ba? Pinalit ulit yung picture nila MTNH. Ang ganda na ng... Yung, Di ba yung oh, parang Jojo? Well, okay lang din. At, at least color coordinated. But, sige, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Grabe. Sino kaya? Will will the no, will Kaldi and Jemmerlin clash? Or will they, ano, use the power of friendship? Even though, medyo weird ang power of friendship nila. Tsaka, <laughs> ano, interesting din. Then, pareho silang face tsaka fan favorite. Di ba? Both teams. Both teams. So, ano, paano kaya? Anong mayayari ba maya? Di ba? Alam ko lang mayayari, kakanta tayo doon sa MT8 song mamaya. Uh, okay, uh, how about yung isang match? Kasi may, yan yung storyline match na hinahantayin mo. Ano yung susunod? Siyempre yung main event, yung Quattro, Panzer, and Ken Warren. Ah, yeah, for the title, the kampiyon ng Pilipinas. Well, Interesting makita yung tatlong tong maglaban ulit eh. Magla- I mean, maglaban ngayon. Oh, kasi instead of a one-on-one, naging three-way with Ken Warren. Uh, ewan natin, anong gagawin ni Quattro? Parang, ano ba sasabi niya? Uh, may sinabi siya kagabi eh, sa promo niya eh. Oh, na, na, oh, na disappoint sa bakit, bakit may umepo. Straight daw, sabi ni Quattro. Sige, we're looking forward to that match. Uh, those two matches going into the show. Anyway guys, we'll be back in a few. Okay, we have our friend Francis here, and he's the first in line that I saw here a few hours ago. And now we're like just a few minutes away from the show. So, dude, which match can you say that you're most excited for? For PWR Mabuhay Ang Wrestling? Um, for me, I, I look forward to Jay Serra versus uh, Jake DeLeon. Because first, uh, I really like that uh, Jay has really, after statistically having at least one win over the entire women's division... Uh, I really glad that she's moving on to intergender uh, intergender matches, and she's going. She's aiming at the top in Jake DeLeon, and of course, uh, this is also a new uh, field for Jake DeLeon, who's also competing on his first uh, intergender match. 
And of course, uh, if if Jake DeLeon is involved, it is it will definitely be a great match. I mean, there's no such thing as a bad Jake DeLeon match, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But now that you mentioned statistics, so how much percent does Jay Sarah have in Steiner Matt? 33.3% chance? Or a uh, something at best? No, uh, my st- <laughs> statistics aren't that sharp, but I think it's uh, 60-40 on the advantage of Jake DeLeon. I think Jake has a lot of experience against uh, Jay, who, ju- who wrestled on her... This is her first year. This is this marks her first year, no? Yeah, she yeah, debuted last year. This marks her year. first year as a wrestler, while JDDL has uh, wrestled for five to six years and was wrestled all over the globe. But I think Jay, Jay won't be a pushover, and she might she might beat the odds somehow, some way. She might beat Steiner Matt. <laughs> Steiner Matt, yeah. So yeah, it's a sixty forty. I think it's a sixty forty on the favor of Jake. All right, thank you so much, Francis. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. Hello, Mr. Blackheart. So, what match are you looking forward to for today's show? Um, the PWR Championship Triple Threat match. Who's your pick? Siyempre, uh, Panzer. Bakit? Kasi Pogi. Hindi. <laughs> um, dahil sa MSG, malakas sila. So, kaya. Gets, gets, gets. Thank you, man. Oh, I also see my friend Kat here in the line. You kind of look like uh, my favorite MWF referee, Rosita Rosagets! So, which match are you waiting to see here today? Um, I'm a twin bias, so like I I want to watch the Yolo Twins versus uh, Lax Xavier and Gadelia, if I'm not mistaken. So, I'm pretty excited about that match right now. So, who do you think's gonna get murdered by Mr. Gatilio today? Which color? No, just kidding. But you're hoping for the twins to win, yeah? Yeah, of course, of course, to win. Twins all the way. All right, YOLO. All right, Slam fans, we have Matt here of Valibagan. So, Mr. Matt, tell me, what match are you looking forward to watch here at Mabuhay Sa Wrestling? Uh, definitely the main event. <laughs> so, what's your prediction? Is Panzer going to retain or are we going to see a new champion? Tingo Panzer. <laughs> Panzer Perrin, all the way. Uh, thank you, man. All right, guys, we're done here pre-show. And after the pre-show interviews, we went on to the pre-show matches. And it started off strong with MTNH taking on the Naughty Boys' own Gemerlin and Kali Nueva. Now, during Gemerlin's entrance, he was about to do the dance, but Kali Nueva's entrance song hit and she got interrupted. So she got to give a little payback by dragging him down on the mat when he was trying to do his pose on the corner. It's a pretty nice way to start the show. If you ask me, there's two friends, two best of friends that got back together. And of course, they have a hundred percent chemistry going into this match in the form of NTNH. And you have those two combustible elements of Gemerlin and Kali Nueva on the other side of the ring. And there was this one time already, one time that they almost got the match in their hands when they had their opponent down on the mat. And there was one in the elbow, and Kali was about to pin the opponent. However, Jemmerlin disrupted the pin, and they started to argue. And that gave MTNH an opening, and in the end, it would be Kali Nueva eating the defeat. After Imabayashi and Redrick Mahaba delivered a devastating double-team maneuver on the Renaissance Man for the pinfall victory.
With one match of the Naughty Boys on the loss column, it would be Evan Carlo trying to put them back in the winning column as he would face the former PWR champion in John Sebastian. And while the crowd was mostly behind ECX, let's just say the crowd annoyed John Sebastian as most of them were making fun of his figure. And so much that out of spite, he zoned in on the shoulder area of Evan Carlo and started to beat him down to the mat. But in the end, it would be the craftiness of Evan Carlo succeeding over the triple crown champion, John Sebastian, with a TKO-like maneuver that has yet to be named as of this recording. I hope we do get the name soon. And with this victory in the books for Evan Carlo, sky's the limit for the future of the future of PWR. Now let's go on to the main show because it started off huge. How huge? Let's just say it started things off. With the Materanang Matibay match for the PHX title featuring Chino Ginto and Vlad Sinsik. And let it be said that in this match, Jesus Christ, the rules were already stated on the screen and most of us, myself included, were still confused as to why the referee was still counting Chino Ginto and Vlad Sensek out when they were fighting outside the ring. Most of us assume that Matira Matibay match means that it's like a hardcore match. That you beat them up so bad with your own fists, your own feet, but you can also use some weapons and there's no DQ. When the rules were already stated way before the match started. And on my end, my bad guys. My bad. And now after realizing that, I feel so bad because I'm like those guys on Facebook when I add something for sale, give the final price, give the mode of meetups, give the mode of payments, and they'll still reply, how much? How much? Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I do that instead? When, when the rules were already stated in my original post. Yeah, now I feel like those guys replying. Jeez, Martin, what the hell? But back to the match because, man, this was a match that I know Chino Ginto was looking forward to. He wanted payback in a worse kind of way that he wanted to beat Vlad Sinsik into a pulp. So much that Vlad Sinsik will not stand after the 10 count. And both men were giving it their all. But it would be one second too late for Chino Ginto as he couldn't answer the 10 count. While he did grab the referee before the count of 10 was made, he still wasn't in that position wherein the referee would say, okay, you're up, I'm stopping the count. Nope, he was just a smidge too late and that was enough for Vlad Sinsik to score this victory in the Matiranang Matibay match. Afterwards, Vlad Sinsik would continue his assault on Chino Ginto until the network would stop him midway and tried to calm him down. Sinsek, on the other hand, had no plans and destroyed the rest of the network, including James Idol Martinez, until Sam Balthazar went to the top rope and hit a dropkick that would send Vlad Sinsek retreating from ringside. And it seems like maybe in the next show, it would be Sam Balthazar taking on Vlad Sinsek. Well, I hope 
it will be Balthazar versus Vlad Sinsik. Next was the tag team match between the Yolo Twins taking on Dax Xaviera and Gatillo. And man, this Gatillo was destroying the Twins. Heck, he laid out... Heck, he laid out one of them outside the ringside area before the match was over and they focused on the other twin. The former two-time PWR Tag Team Champions gave a huge fight against their opponents, but it would be Gatillo giving their team the victory after a slam. So, I'm sorry, Cat, but your boys, you know, they got murdered. I'm just kidding. They did well, but... I don't know, this this new duo of Gatilio and Dax, yeah, they're very formidable. And I think they're going for the PWR Tag Team Championship soon. But let's digress a bit and focus on the wrestling aspect. In fact, wrestling lang muna isipin natin. As Kapitan Tutan gave the wrestling lang ang iniisip ko challenge and lo and behold, the one who accepted his challenge was a guest of PWR named Sunny Zai. I hope I got the name pronunciation right. Sunny really took the fight to Tutan and at one point you thought he would get the victory over Capitan Tutan who might as well be on a losing bracket in this wrestling in the Isipko challenge had he lost. However, he used his smarts Snuck up a low blow, got that win, and at the end of the day, the win matters in the wrestling lang ang iniisip ko challenge. I mean, if you don't even get the win, did you even think of wrestling at all in the first place? Maybe not. So you should check yourself before you wreck yourself. And it seems like Kapitan Tutan really does have wrestling on his mind always. Oh, sorry. I mean, sa huli, wrestling lang talaga ang iniisip ni Kapitan Juan Tutan. The next match would be the All-Out War match for the All-Out War Championship with the champion himself, Jani Vander, taking on Grab Camus, a.k.a. Mr. Ubusan ng Lahi, and he had his own entrance theme. Guy was all pumped up, all energized on his entrance, and he was ready to take over the world. But he got a three-on-one greeting from the endgame, and they took the numbers advantage to him until certain people from backstage would start those plans certain people like the river ranger so with jan evander and grab camus all alone at ringside grab camus took the fight to grab camus showed jan evander that he was not just the driver of the naughty boy stable but he can drive him hard on the mat especially that time when he put jan evander in between the ladder and himself. That was a nice spot. But sadly, it would be Jan Evander claiming the victory here and retaining the all-out war title. But after the match, you know, you had to still hand it to Camus. I mean, he withstood all the attacks. He withstood all those kicks to the groin. And he almost 
got the win. So I'm I'm thinking maybe this is just the first step and we'd see a grab Camus title reign soon. If not the all-out war title, maybe the PHX title. Who knows? Maybe the PWR tag team titles with Cali Nueva. We'll see in the future. But for now, let's talk about the tag team title match itself with the Kakai Bros taking on MSG featuring Sandata and Main Max. Let's just say for once, Mr. CS, the special guest referee, was almost a good of a plan for MSG until they realized if they tried to disqualify the Kakai Bros in any way, shape, or form, they won't get the titles. They gotta get through submission or through pinfall and every time they had a pinfall to their side and every time msg had a pinfall mr c was like counting fast but kakaibro still kicked out but at the end of it all it would be that fast count after mr c allegedly did i use that word right allegedly got injured with his arm but let me just say maybe he did get hurt it was a Sunday afternoon miracle, ladies and gentlemen, that Mr. C had his arm healed just in time for him to count that three count and give his boys, Sandata and Main Max, that PWR Tag Team Championship belts. Now, this news is awesome for me because finally, our boy Sandata gets a PWR belt. I mean... For the past couple of years, like way before the Team C, way before the Dax and Data team up, we've been clamoring for the masked man to get that strap, specifically to get the PHX strap. And now with that opportunity, maybe not in the mix for him in the next few months, we're glad that PWR is finally giving him something to defend and I'm pretty sure that this duel between him and main max will only get better as the matches continue as they defend those tag team belts and now let's go to a break and during that break I got to talk to a couple of my friends and ask them their favorite parts of the first half of PWR Mabuhayang Wrestling we're currently having a break right now from the show but we have my dearest friend Tito Titi in the flesh so man, what's your favorite match so far in the first half of PWR Mabuhay Ang Wrestling? We're in the right venue, no? Martin, tama ba? You're not in show 500, huh? huh? No, no. Thankfully not. That's really, it was really, really bad. I almost went there. Oh man, I thought you messed up. Anyway, uh, I like uh, Evan Carlos' uh, singles match. It's been a while. And you get to see him uh, work in singles match against uh, John Sebastian and I'm happy na he won won his match it's been a long time na he worked in a singles uh, competition and I hope uh, he gets more matches in the near future more nice moments huh? yes, very nice very nice so may bago siya move we don't know yet what what's the name of the his new finisher I guess yeah. It's very surprising, but I'm happy for Evan Carlo. I hope you get to see more singles matches featuring Evan Carlo. And yeah, that's the future. Yeah, thank you so much, man. And now, yes, I said now. Oh, hey, nice shirt. <laughs> I like that shirt, sir. Some jokes. Anyway, yes. <laughs> not talking about my shirt. <laughs> yeah, not your shirt, Jack, but 
I'm asking you anyway, so uh, I guess that's a consolation for you. <laughs> so we're at the really? first. <laughs> uh, that's a consolation? Okay, let me tell you something, Martin. What I like about today's show, well, it definitely has to be the the all-out war match between Camus and Jan Evander PWD. It kind of really sounds weird when you say it out loud. Okay. But anyway, um, I mean, of course, you, you, you do get to see uh, what you get to see more of uh, what they're capable of. Camus and singles action, man. That's Holy Sunday. shit, man! Yes, I'm popped huge for Camus. Yeah, he does all the offense on the first. But also a little oh, yeah. side note, I also kind of like the storyline that's going on between um, Revel Ranger and AB3 mm-hmm. because. Sooner or later, I feel like there's going to be a total repackage. Like, we're not going to see Rebel Ranger anymore, per se. Oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's, a, it's like, you know that there's a man inside him that needs to come out of that shell of the... Rev- oh, uh, um, uh, wait. Oh. Um, I thought you were going to say, because after Rebel Ranger, there should be a Rebel Robot. I thought you were going for that one. No, wait, what the f- Freudian slip. <laughs> you know, like Power Rangers. If you yeah, can, if you're defeated via your ranger form, yeah, you're of course you're gonna form. use your, uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna use your, robot. your Revel Zord, man. Dibs on the head. Oh, god oh, damn it. Damn it. Never mind. This for kids. <laughs> Thank you. Now with the first half done, we thought the second half wouldn't be as awesome, but boy, were we wrong. The four matches that took place after the break on their respective ends were already match of the year candidates especially one of them which we'll talk about later but these four matches the match that would be Jake DeLeon versus Jay Sarah, Crystal versus Martivo, Carlos Zamoro versus Mike Madrigal and the three-way match featuring Panzer, Warren and Quattro. These four matches I really hope that PWR would give them a full match Friday down the line because man if you missed these matches at Mabuhayang Wrestling, by God, you missed a lot. But hey, before that, before the action got back, we got PWR President Red Oliera at ringside to announce the three events that are happening on February. First would be the February 5 event, which would be a benefit show for the Ta'al victims at the Power Max Center Spotlight, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. And it's free, so you can pay as you watch. And their main show on February will be on the 23rd. That's a Sunday. Same time, same venue, Power Max Center Spotlight. And the third event. <laughs> Let's just say PWR is back on the festival scene. It ain't going to be APCC, but it's going to be at Rock Rockan on Feb 29th, baby. It's going to be a very exciting and interesting February for PWR. And there will be more to come about these events. Well, especially the one on the 23rd before this episode ends. Jake DeLeon versus Jay Sarah was the first match of the second half of this show. And just like Francis, no wonder that everyone was so excited for this match. Because come on, we got one OG in Jake DeLeon. And Jay Sarah, she pulled off that amazing moonsault back at Championship Spirit and has been kicking ass and taking names and now she's gonna face the best of the best in pwr and of southeast asia in jdl and my god this was an amazing match to start off the second half 
There was a lot of false finishes, including a detonation kick by Jake DeLeon to Jay Sarah. But in the end, after a series of false finishes and roll-up attempts, it would be Jake DeLeon's spinning attempt that finally sealed the deal and got the victory over the very, very maangas lady known as Jay Sarah. And after the match, Jake DeLeon gave Jay Sarah some respect, raised her hand, and left ringside. And just a few moments later, it would be Nina coming to ringside, attacking Jay Sarah brutally. And before she would brutalize her more with a kendo stick, Jake DeLeon chased her off the ringside area. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next here in 2020, but it seems like Nina has set her sights on Jay Sarah. And the next match, it would be the Mandal Martivo setting his sights on Crystal and the MyPW WrestleCon Championship. And yes, it was for that belt. And both, perf and both wrestlers tried to one-up each other. But let's just say Crystal got the edge over the Mandal after delivering that devastating guillotine leg drop from the corner. And she is still your MyPW WrestleCon champion. The next contest would be another title match. And this time it's for the DPW Heavyweight Championship of El Guapo Carlos Zamora. Versus King Kupal himself, Mike Madrigal, in a very physical a very hard-hitting and a very brutal matchup that for me and for most people in the audience would classify as the match of the show and also a possible match of the year candidate for the year 2020, not only in PWR, but also for the rest of the promotions in this country. Now you heard Carlos here last episode saying that his first two matches here were just five-minute matches. And he's been called the five-minute man. And now he was out to prove to everyone in this scene that you give him more than five minutes, you give him the right partner just like Mike Madrigal, and he will spin it into gold. And both men did that in this very physical one-on-one -on -one match that spilled into the audience area. And man, oh man, that was a whole lot of crowd interaction if you ask me. Now, there were parts of the match wherein it seems like the champion was in danger. Because while Carlos Zamora had the physique, had the hard-hitting strikes against Madrigal, Madrigal had the puso, had the heart to counteract the skill set and the numbers advantage that Zamora had during the match because not only did he have Mr. C on his corner, but a few moments later, the rest of the MSG stable minus Chris Panzer. Now remember Mr. C is in this match? Yes, he proved pivotal near the end of the match as he distracted the referee while Mike Madrigal already had Zamora knocked out with a go-to-sleep and it gave Zamora the time to capitalize on it and down Madrigal before he connected with a senton bomb from the top rope, pinning Madrigal 1-2-3 and it's over baby. Still your DPW heavyweight champion, Carlos Zamora El Guapo of the MSG group of talents. And it seems like the hits will be rolling for MSG because right now they're 2-0 on this show 
And at the main event, they're going for 3-0 on a three-way match featuring Chris Panzer, the champion, the PWR Campeon of Pinas, against Ken Warren of the PWOGs, against Quattro, the former PWR Campeon of Pinas, until homecoming when Chris Panzer got the belt from him during, yes, a three-way match that also featured Jeff Cobb. Now let's go on to this match, the main event. And it started with Panzer trying to convince his former gym self a daddy, Ken Warren, to double-team Quattro. But let's just say it failed. And it was a back-and-forth match, but remember the specter of Mr. C at ringside and the whole of MSG. Just there, after they gave us decoy boxes and ampows, which had pretty nice messages and fortunes. I, I'd like to share mine, but it's just too funny to read out here at the show. But if you know my sock mad or my Twitter, I'm pretty sure you saw what it said. Have fun, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I know they did it last year, but you know, it still gives you that intended effect. So I'm still down with that. So props to them for doing that whole decoy and uh, ampow thing. It's always a classic hit and it always like gives me like, <laughs> that's fun, man. I like that. I like that style. Now, there was this one point where Quattro had the match already won. He had Ken Warren down after the Destino. But for some reason, guys, of all people, it would be Jake DeLeon pulling the referee to stop the pin. Yes, the Jake DeLeon. Just to stop the pin for his buddy Ken Warren. And, and I know he would want a clean and fair fight, but that... That was so confusing. Even Quattro just got so annoyed, so angry at Jake, saying, What the hell? I was going for the pin. But man, I think Jake DeLeon and Ken Warren are so tight, he had to resort to that. He had to pull that ref for him. I mean, I'm pretty sure if he had an apology written on SockMed right now or something like that, he'd explain that if it was Panzer who pinned Ken Warren at that time, he'd do that too. May not be fair, but he'd do that for his friend Ken Warren. But doesn't that make him a bit similar to MSE, to Mr. C, to Sandata, to Main Max, to maybe even El Guapo, if they'll help out Chris Panzer to win? And that's what they did, by the way. That's what they did. Just to get the victory, just to help Panzer retain the full force of MSG, had to contain Jake DeLeon, had to contain Quattro, had to contain Ken Warren. Heck, they even made the referee just give up after everything just went straight to hell at ringside. Like, you'd see a shot of Hub Pachecos, my friend, of the referee just, you know, placing his hands up in there like, okay, that's it, do whatever you want, Panzer. And that was a shot of Panzer giving a belt shot on Quattro before he pinned Quattro for the victory. And thus, still you're reigning, defending PWR Campeon ng Pinas, Chris Panzer, and yes, at the end of it all, it was MSG All Belts. And while they were celebrating at ringside, let's just say, we got something interesting that came on the screen and confirmed for the Feb 23rd event. Love at first fight. PWR at the Powerback Center, it would be Chris Panzer taking on the Sniper of the Skies. Robbie Eagles. And man, that was a huge pop from everyone in the Pyramax Center. 
And I can't wait to see the Sniper of the Skies take on the leader of the Panzer Army, the Dimunyu, and your current Campeon ng Pilipinas in Chris Panzer this coming February in the Power Max Center Spotlight. But you know what? Before we end, how about we talk to my friends, to the fellow watchers and viewers of the event of PWR Mabuhayang Wrestling on their thoughts on what happened that event on their match of the night and on the future events this coming February. Why don't we do that? And then we go. Alright, so we're done with the very first show of PWR. It's PWR Mabuhayang Wrestling and there was a lot of surprises. And I'm going to talk to some of my fellow audience members here. In fact, let's start with the mayor. I'll look for the mayor right now. Mayor? Mayor, I finally found you. So tell me, how was the show today? Beyond excellent. I should give it a double A, you know, double A plus whatsoever. I love it. I mean, match of the night. El Guapo. Kupal. I think it's because he's your cousin, isn't he? Hey, I'm not related to Mr. Carlos Zamora, okay? Stop being Fear humble. You. We know your past. <laughs> Ooh, whatever. But, but seriously, how? Tell me, why did you like the match? I think those I, two definitely kick each other's asses, big time. Even my wife would have to agree with me over this. <laughs> all right, all right. So, how much are you looking forward to the February set of shows? Oh, I think there's a possibility I might attend five, but 23, I do whatever it takes to get there. Period. All right, Mayor, I'll see you there, Mike. What's up? And uh, we're here with my friend Nick. Hey, and man. Nick. Yes. <laughs> the show done. Yes. Do you have your definitive match of the night? Well, the second hour was a, cons a huge improvement. It was really good. It was hard to choose because they were all very good. But match of the night is probably um, El Guapo versus Mike Madrigal. Super hard-hitting and... Exciting! It's just ah, I loved it. I love that match. Yes, yeah. It's too much for words, right? Uh -huh. Everyone was chanting "Guapo, Kupal" near the end. Heck, we even got the Surit Bayad chant, didn't we? Yup. And those stiff strikes, man. You could hear it throughout the arena. Like, I don't know how those big guys are still walking. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It was it was such a good effort from both guys. I've always liked Mike Madrigal. This is the fr my first time seeing El Guapo. So, I am impressed. I'm a fan. Okay, uh, are you impressed because he's so guapo? <laughs> uh, part of it, but you know, obviously he's got talent too. And that, that worked out super well. That was a very good match. Like I said, favorite of the night. Hands down. But speaking of the night, it wasn't done yet. Something big happened. Yes. How are you feeling right now after finding out the new main event? For the next event on the 23rd, is going to be Chris Panzer taking on Robbie Eagles. Well, like, I'm just glad that PWR continues to expand with international talent. And I, like, I'll admit I'm not huge on Eagles, but I'm definitely looking forward to the match. Panzer can always bring it. And I, always, I am always game to seeing new talent here. So I, I'm super excited. Definitely going. Hell yeah, we're all excited for next month. Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks, Martin. And Jesus Christ, we're back here at Rigside. Hey, Kat, how was it? I know your boys lost, but Jesus, how was the show? It was so good. Like, uh, I, I, 
El Guapo was in front of me and I couldn't like stop staring. Even though he gave me the finger, like the middle finger, I was like, it's fine, you're still hot. And he could give me anything he wants. I mean, yes, yes, of course he's, of course he's Guapo, yes. Yes, I was asking how was the show, what was your favorite match of the night? Oh, it, it has to be El Guapo versus Mike Madrigal. Like, ah, oh, it was so good, like. I honestly thought Mike Madrigal would win the, the belt, but uh, unfortunately he didn't. So I hope soon he, he will have another belt title in his hand. So. Hell yeah, we're looking forward to a rematch between those two guys. And thank you so much, man. Yes, thank you. And oh, look at this guy. Uh, it's uh, my friend Lex and uh, this famous man from Balibagan. How are you doing? Welcome back. Oh, God, oh. <laughs> I am very good. So no match of the night, my pare. Uh, El Guapo versus Mike Madrigal. Kaso <laughs> ba? Porket Guapo lang, kaya pinipili mo. <laughs> <laughs> Ang ganda talaga ng match eh. Iba, iba. Last <laughs> points lang kasi Guapo. Hindi ko type eh. <laughs> oh shit, okay, sige, sige. Anyway, thank you, pare. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, from the looks of it, it seems like just like me, their match of the night would be El Guapo versus Mike Madrigal. And yep, all in all, this show was a good way to start off 2020. And you know what? It also ended way before 6 o'clock. And look at all the matches that we got. Didn't have to be that long. Didn't have to be that short. It had to be just right. So congratulations on PWR for not only making an amazing show, but also limiting. Also putting that show from a 2 p.m. up to a 6 p.m. window. Something that we did not see since Championship Spirit. And man, if it can be pulled off, why not, right? Uh, I hope this happens more frequent moving forward. And more power to them, especially this coming February. Because it's going to be a huge month for them. Three events. The one on February 5th, on the 23rd, and on the 29th. And I hope to see you guys on one of those shows. Because I'll try my best to go there. And that's it, guys. This has been Jobber Talk. My name is Martin, and well, I'll try to brace myself for the next episode of Jobber Talk. So do not forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, that's at CH14, all letters, no numbers. We got other shows in our archives, like Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index, Third World Linux, Radio Norm, and Bodega Nights. And that's it, guys. This has been Martin. See you.